And welcome into episode four of the Hodges Huddle. I'm your host, Sean Larkin, joined alongside, as I just found out, <laughs> classmates, former classmates Absolutely. in high school. Andrew what a Mears great time. Miles Cuss. How are y'all doing? My life. Fantastic, man. Ready wow, y'all are just absolutely sabotaging <laughs> the time in here. Uh, just uh, So, yeah, I just found out before this they are classmates in high school, and now we're all just classmates. So, cool. Congrats on that. Um, today we're just going to be recapping the Combine. Combine happened last weekend. Um, did y'all know that this thing moved to, like, the evening time, like, the prime, like viewing? Yeah, they wanted views, NFL. And they got them. Money um, hungry, baby. Which, that's fine, because I'd rather that than during the day, because, like, I don't get to see it. Can't watch I watched it. a little bit of it, but, yeah, that was cool. This is the first year they've actually moved it to the time slot, and it worked out. They got some good viewers. Um, and where did it take place? Indy. Like Indy? It, yeah, like it always does. I, I'm not a big combine guy. I, I watch yeah. highlights. I don't watch it live. Yeah, no, I, it's, I just, it's, we'll, we'll it's been it, in Indy for a long time. Um, it's not a... It's, I like to see it on the field, Sean. I, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I, a film guy himself. Yeah, right? look, you put the tape on. Tape doesn't lie. <laughs> tape um, doesn't but they do call these things like the underwear Olympics, basically. Cause Tom Brady, great yeah, picture. They call it that? They do, actually. Yeah, okay. no, they do, because they're all in these like real tight... You know, suits and and mm. just Andres Pete. because yeah, they they <laughs> think they're going to run faster and you know they're not in pads. Which you can take some good from this. Um, you could take bad, and then you can be like, okay, I know they're doing this, but I've seen them play. I've seen mm-hmm. you put the film on. Like you know, some guys can. All, I think you can hurt yourself. You can help yourself. But bottom line, it comes down to if you interview well, and then if you just. Turn on the, the numbers. Tape. The numbers only tell you so much. Yeah. Jarvis Landry yeah. ran a four seven. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, Larry Fitzgerald did too. Yeah, and uh, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. He's still Earth catching talent. touchdowns, and he's probably got like the best, as they say, like one of the best looking butts in the league. Yeah, yeah. Him and Andre's he's thick. Pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reminiscent of Zion Williamson. Yeah, <laughs> but that's for another podcast. So yeah, uh, combine <laughs> recap. LSU sent a record number of players to the combine this year. That's what happens when you win the Natty. Obviously, best team ever. Um, in college football. Yeah, mm-hmm. they sent sixteen players. Of the 16, four did not participate in testing or drills. Joe Burrow, the greatest quarterback of all time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Grant Delpit. The, the greatest safety numbers, of all time. <laughs> the old number seven. We have a new one now. Uh, Caleb Von Chason. They will all wait until pro day. And Thad Moss didn't um, participate in drills. He had a foot injury that came up that required surgery. He'll be out six to eight weeks. That, to me, um, I was actually really excited to watch him. Um, we can get, we'll just get into talking about these guys really quick since they didn't really do anything there. Joe Burrow did answer some questions. Um, you know, there was, what, weeks of him saying he had leverage and blah, 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 talk, talk, talk. Um, you basically, the guy, the guy plays football. He said, I'll go wherever, whoever drafts me. And as yeah. of right now, the Cincinnati Bengals have the first chance to draft players. And that's and I, probably where he's going to go. And, yeah. I th- and I think we knew. We talked about it. Like, that was taken out of context. Yeah. Dude, yeah. you stare at him like he knows. I've never seen somebody so calm, honestly. I thought he killed the interviews. Yeah. He's going to be fine. He even said, don't compare me to Tom Brady. He doesn't want to be yeah. compared. He just wants to go and play. Yeah. So as yeah. soon as Cincinnati gets up there and finally takes him, then we can yeah, get I mean, I, I don't think I think this is a no-brainer, obviously. If you want any assurance, he told the Bengals to keep A.J. Green. So Yeah. And, that, that and with the franchise, good. they're going to franchise mm-hmm. him. Which We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, because he didn't want that. He, you know, he wanted Nobody to be traded in the offseason. But look, if you keep A.J. Uh, Green, you've got Tyler Boyd. Mm-hmm. You've got weapons. Joe Mixon, obviously. Mm-hmm. You're going to have some guys. It's just – I get where the talk was coming from because of this this franchise. I've heard stories where they give you two jerseys. They give you a road jersey and a home jersey. And if one rips, you got to pay for it to get fixed. <laughs> so the Browns are cheap owners. They always have been, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, you can change the narrative of a franchise if you win. And this guy's a winner. Yeah. So we'll obviously get into the draft in another podcast. But 
he answered everything the right way. Like you said, um, he said, I'll go where whoever wants to draft me, um, and I think that's what's going to happen. Um, Delpit and Chesson, they're, they're just going to wait till the pro day. Look, and they, they cited the fact that, heck, I mean, we're talking about spring practice on Saturday. Yeah. Yep. I feel like football season just ended. Like, yeah. we're, we just, we're still the confetti. I still have confetti <laughs> in my backpack, like, from the natty just falling down. So these guys didn't have a real chance to get ready for this, and rightfully so, they're just going to wait. Um, Thad Moss was the one, like I said, I was really excited to see what he could do. I thought the reason he went to the draft is because his stock wasn't any higher after those last uh, there was no th- point three or four back. games. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just okay. phenomenal. And he's a mismatch nightmare. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see him run well, see how he did in on-the-field drills. Hopefully this thing gets healed up. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. I, I, I might be a contrarian here. I think he actually helped himself by not running. Because I think, I mean, son of Randy Moss, but he's not Randy Moss speed. He probably would have ran four sevens, four eights, and Which I mean, isn't bad for tight end. No, it's not. Because he, he blocks really well. Yeah, but if anything, he's not going to help his draft stock. I think, let like, you, like we were saying earlier, let the tape speak for itself. He's... Great hands, great run blocker, great route runner. You don't need to see the numbers. No, and, and like I said, you saw it. Put put the tape on. You saw a couple of plays in the Clemson game, Oklahoma, catch Georgia, against Alabama, mm-hmm. catch against Alabama. Yeah. You can hang that in the any art museum yeah. you want. <laughs> but um, I would I would actually flip it the other way because I agree with Sean. He was the one guy I would have turned on the combine for because I honestly don't know. I thought four true, seven yeah. would have been generous. Yeah, but I think. He, yeah, he's not. Fast. No, no, which is fine. It's just yeah. a, maybe he goes out there and he runs a 4-7. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Surprised. And, yeah. what's going on. and yeah. you say you thought it helped him, but this is a problem with, with that. But up until this year, there was there was talk where we didn't even think this guy existed as a person Mm-mm. because Sullivan. of the injury. Yeah. And yeah. you didn't see him. And then he comes back, has a great second half of the year, sets the tight end record for school uh, and catches. And you just, you know, that injury history now is going to add up. Yeah. So that's the only question mark now that he comes out, which is unfortunate for him because he had a great you know run to get into the playoffs and then the national championship, and he was just riding that wave into declaring the draft. So, yeah, that's the only question mark. You did say it may help him, but I think it might hurt him because of the fact that this injury history is now mm-hmm. there. And Yeah, I don't know exactly his, his stock at the moment. Like, I don't know like what the Yeah, and, and he wasn't a first-day guy. Or... I, mean, no, I don't think he was a second-day guy. guy. Best, yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe a yeah. day-two okay. guy. Look, I could see him going I, I in fourth, fourth yeah. fifth round. Look, I think if you can get that guy in the fourth or fifth round, it's a, it's a great pick. Especially uh, so, if he stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hopefully he can stay healthy and we'll see where he ends up. We'll start on the offensive side. Uh, we'll talk LSU, and then we'll give a little broad range of everybody else. We'll start with another tight end that was wide receiver, and he made the move to tight end to see, you know, hey, this may transition well at the NFL level. Stephon Sullivan, 6'4 and 7'8 inches, 248 pounds. His wingspan was 85 inches. I mean, this dude is insane. Uh, I knew he was a physical specimen. But. His hands are 10 and 1/8 inch. Like, look, let me tell you, we know about this hands <laughs> deal. This was a big issue yeah. with Burrow. You know, that's look. I just I wrote that in my notes because his hands were 10 and 1/8 inch. I I don't even know what mine are. Uh, we're did gonna, he run? He did run. He four, ran a 466. Six. So look, look, he, he there I were think that's there very were numbers. There were numbers, and I'm going to tell you, there were numbers. Uh, 2019, look, he had 12 catches for 130 yards, which he got just kind of disappeared in the offense that said records, 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 records. Uh, so that was a little disappointing. But in his career, he had 46 catches, 712 yards, three touchdowns. In the 40, second among tight ends. You said We said 466. Yeah. You're like, that's really good. Yeah, it was second Very best solid. among tight ends. The three-cone uh, three drill, however, and the shuttle, he was 7.5 in the three-cone, 4.6 in the shuttle. That was the slowest among tight ends. Which Ooh, is okay. weird. Vertical, third among tight ends. His broad jump, second among tight ends. 
right now I think he projects as a late round project yeah. because of the fact that he has played the outside and now he's on the inside. What do you um, move him to wide receiver at six four? It's, or do you it's very possible uh, or because he can weight. flex out. You know, he could flex, and you've seen him play wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I think making the move to tight end because you know, look, there's only a few players right now tight end in the NFL that just are that great at blocking and pass. I mean, you can maybe see this guy as a Jimmy Graham type to where you don't pass block very well. And that's that was the thing with Thad Moss. That Moss, Thad Moss was one of the best pass blockers on the team. And, and, run, and run yeah. blocker, you know, run blocking. So this guy can move around. I think he's more projected as a late round. But like you said, the 4-6, that's, that's phenomenal. I mean, I'm in, I thought it would be yeah. slower, especially in the NFL now, like you said. Unless you're a Zach Ertz, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey type player, there really isn't that many straight up in, in, in exactly. Line and, and then yeah. the fact you're spreading like, five wide, you're yep. going nobody in the backfield, you're throwing the rock, and he could do that. He'd yeah, be playing a team. big slot receiver. Yep. Essentially. And and you know you're mismatching against a small corner, mm-hmm. uh, possibly a linebacker that you're going to blow by maybe. But yeah, that's it's. I don't think this guy's going top three or four rounds. Uh, but look, as a project, you, you know, I think he he measures out well like that. Cone and shuttle drills weird because you know he ran a great forty. So what is that lateral? His lateral agility, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, Which um, makes sense. He's a tight yeah, he's end. He's a tight so. end. You know, yeah. and look, like you said, you name three tight ends in the league right now. It, there's there's probably those three and everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see where he goes. Like I said, he showed off the physical skills. I mean, eighty five inch wingspan is insane. Yeah. Like yeah, that's, that's the catch radius. He there. looks the part to say the least. Yeah. Yeah, is out of control. And then we'll switch over to uh, running back. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, this one was weird to me uh, because he's 5'7", 207 in high school. He was 201. His high school 40, 4.47. He ran a 4.6 the other day. And and it's weird because, like, you watch slow. him you watch him run. He doesn't look like a 4.6, but nobody seems to be worried about the 4.6 yeah. that he ran. He uh, Vertical is 39.5 inches, which is insane. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, third among running backs. Broad jump with six among running backs. He also worked out in the pass catching drills. This is a guy to me that, look, he had 1,400 rushing yards last year, 16 touchdowns, 55 catches, 36. I saw this stat today: 36 percent of carries, first downs or touchdowns for him. <laughs> I you watch him run, and I saw there was he had a weakness that said that he doesn't break out top end speed to get these long runs. He had like an 89 yard run yeah. this year, and he, you know it's well, it's. That's where the combine, like, okay, so if you look at those stats, you see 4-6. Like, just imagine you don't watch any tape at LSU, exactly. which is impossible, but you know what I mean. And you're like, okay, this guy, 5-7, 4-6, not going to happen. Then you watch him play. You see his interviews, the intangible. Yeah. The t- they said he crushed it. Incredible in, in kid. Incredible yeah. kid. He's going to go in there and be like, hey, I'm the rookie. Y'all can talk to me all you want, but I'm going to work. Y'all can say whatever mm-hmm. you want. And now, like you said, the dude's just strong. I mean, he's like a Maurice Jones-Drew. I compare yeah. him yes. to. Yes, uh, there's um, a lot of comparables. Uh, I think if you give him the third round, it's a steal. Oh. I, th- I, have a, I think I might second be, round I, I, Listen, I, he's I, gonna as, go set, as far as Jonathan know. Taylor being the, the clear-cut number mm-hmm. one, if I think he's second, third round. Uh, yeah. The reason I think that is because he's he, incredible. This, this is what you have to do in the NFL now. They're not just going to turn around and hand you the ball 35 times. Which They're is probably going to throw the ball 55 times yeah. a game. Which means you got to pass block. I know in the Saints system, for one, if you don't pass block, you're not playing. Mm-hmm. And you better better be able to pass block. You better be able to catch the ball in the backfield. He showed that he was more than capable of doing that. I think he's right up there with Jonathan Taylor as the most complete back in the draft. Yeah. I I don't think he's a first round pick. I think that's a little too high. No running back should be. No, and, and you know this the way that's just the way that the yeah. position is now. Jonathan Taylor is probably going to be a first round pick. Somebody's going to take him, but. Especially with wide receivers being stacked this year. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is that you've got a deep cut there, and we'll get into the other positions. But I think that bless you, Logan, <laughs> <laughs> with a sneeze over there with our resident Oklahoma scout, 
who also didn't turn on the headphones uh, volume <laughs> earlier, but that's okay. We're I don't gonna, even have a pair, man. It's cool. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're going to get her uh, input on some of the OU guys we later. got training after this. So. But, the, uh, Doug, Clyde edwards Lair, look, you turn on the tape and you just see the guy. He looks faster on film. He's incredible. Like I said, 4-6, they seem to not worry. And I just kind of saw it. I was like, I feel like he probably would have ran in the 4-5s, yeah. you know, but – I don't care because I watched you turn the tape on against Alabama. Actually, any SEC game you want to look at, every big game, Auburn, Florida, Alabama, A&M, any game you want to look at, big-time game, he was phenomenal. Dude, he was a part of the system. Like, he's the reason why Joe Burrow had so much time with the play action. Yes, that's the reason that Ty Davis-Price and John Emery Mm – we're not in the mix there at the beginning because of pass blocking. They said pass protection is important, and it is because if you're – look, LSU averaged, I think, 5.6 players in, like, staying in to block this year. Last year it was, like, almost six. Like, that means yeah. everybody's going out except for the offensive linemen, yeah. which means if you're staying in, you better block. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. Like, I think um, – I don't think he's a first-round pick, but I do think you're right. Second, third, I, I would not be shocked if he goes in the second round. And do you have his three-cone drill uh, numbers there? Anything else? Three-cone, three-cone. Oh, I didn't have three-cone in here. Regardless, I mean, like we were saying earlier, what his main skill is going to be is catching the ball out of the backfield. And for that, you don't need a 4-4-40 or 4-3-9 like John Taylor. You need to be able to cut out of the backfield, run yes. routes, catch the ball, get 10 yards. And we've watched him make moves to, like, wiggle through some exactly. holes. That that's what I'm saying. It, this is a guy that I thought apparently, you know, he didn't hurt himself with the four six and the verticals ridiculous. Thirty nine and a half inches. At five seven. Yeah, yeah. He five can almost seven. dunk, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> almost that's what we're gonna look at and that's how they that's what it. the scouts are gonna look at. They're gonna be like, Look, we see all these and then we just turn on the tape against Alabama and he was awesome. And then they're like, Well, I like that guy because he's one of the most to me, I think him and Jonathan Taylor are the two I think they're you know, you could argue he's the most complete back in the draft. I think yeah. Dude, I, he's an happened. NFL back. He, you compare him to Mark Ingram, size yeah. and yeah. and weight wise. And to. and Mark was, even, I think, in there talking about him at the combine a little bit too. Yeah. Uh, the comparisons are there, so I think he was. I think him his first year, if he can find a way to like a Cincinnati type with like he doesn't have to be the main back yeah. where he starts. I think he'd be explosive. Him and Mixon, or you know, one well, of I those could, mix up. Well, like look, that. I could see. I can see somebody like San Diego. Man, if you could get Patriots or the Eagles. Oh, God. The Eagles might. Well, you saw Melvin Gordon. He's going to test free agency, so we'll see if he stays. Yeah, you know, uh, you charge or somebody like that if they get the quarterback situation. But I know Eckler was the guy that's kind of similar to that. But I think he runs a little better than Eckler. Eckler is a pass. But, yeah, there's a lot of comparisons you can make. He's small. Maurice Jones-Drew. The Mark Ingram one's a little weird because I think he's a little bit shiftier out of the backfield as far as catching the ball. More agile, yeah. You know, he ran all those drills and did well. Move on to the offensive linemen. Uh, This is a group that won the award for the nation's best offensive line. Damian Lewis ran a a 5-2. He ranked inside the top 10 in rankings among bench press with 27 reps, 30-inch vertical, and a 9-foot broad jump. 30-inch? This guy's also... Had a fantastic senior bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you yeah. remember just him mowing people yeah. over at the at the senior bowl. It's uh, yeah, you know, three twenty seven running a five two. I mean, that's really bad. Yeah. That's that's, yeah. A, that's physical. That's, a big boy that's really now, physical. Now that's an example of somebody that helped himself. Even yeah. though people yes. recognized him, they were yeah. like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. he was a part of uh, offensive line. He wasn't like that one star. Yeah. But that just shows you, like, man, this guy could have been the guy if mm-hmm. everybody else wasn't so good. Yeah. He, so uh, I think he, I, that impressed me. Like I said, ranking inside the top ten and all those, you know, those other yeah. mm-hmm. reps were, were really good. So, and then you have Sadiq Charles, who ran his 40 at 5.05, which was sixth among offensive linemen. 
and didn't participate in any other drills. So I guess he's waiting till his pro day too, or he's just like, look, I'm trying to run Short uh, after, out here. Yeah. yeah, I'm just three uh, 321 pounds. I'm gonna run a five, almost five flat, and just get out of here. So that's ridiculous. Well, he's too. probably tired after. Yeah, probably. That's probably <laughs> it. It probably is like, hey, I'm running my 40, and that's it. Uh, Lloyd Cushenberry, center, okay. uh, 6'3", 312, 25 reps, was inside the top 10 offensive lineman. He ran a 5'2'7", but then he pulled his hamstring, and that kept him from doing everything else. Yeah. Look, he's probably going to be the first offensive lineman from LSU selected yeah. in this draft. He was second-team All-American, two-year starter at center. He has the most impressive tape. Yeah, it's uh, – I, I would say by far. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, I, I think he's going to go – It just you know it's unfortunate because he was probably going to do all the other on-field drills too. He ran his 40, so – Again, I don't think he hurt himself either. So, any guys outside of LSU on offense that y'all that caught y'all's eye? Because there were quite a few. We already talked about Jonathan Taylor running like a four three. You know the Wisconsin backs. You know the history there. There's only been a couple good ones. A lot of miles. We a lot of miles and tread. <laughs> a lot of miles. And they, I think they they turn around and just handed it to him every play this yeah. year probably. But look, he's he's phenomenal. The, he tested well at the combine. He'll probably go in the first round. What about some other guys that you saw? This is a loaded. Actually, we forgot to talk about one guy. Loaded wide oh, receiver oh, draft oh, class. Oh, the guy how I, we forget? The guy I saved. I literally scrolled past his name because we were going to save him for last. Yeah. The guy that I think helped himself the most on offense for LSU Obviously. is Justin Jefferson. Oh, yeah. Look, I think he was he was mocked a lot late first round, early second before this whole thing. 6'1", 202. You, you, know, look, you know the statistics last year. First in catches in the country. Second in touchdowns. Third in yards. He probably wins the Bolitnikoff if Jamar Chase doesn't yeah. exist. It, it was insane. Uh, no drops during his gauntlet drill or work with the quarterbacks. Vertical was 37 and a half inches. Broad jump was seventh among wide receivers. And then he runs his 40. Yeah. And people were like, oh, you know, he probably. On air. Yeah, yeah. This is exactly how it went on air. He's running and he goes, yeah, the tape's there. You probably don't expect to, oh, wow. <laughs> and he runs a 4-4-3, which was second among SEC wide receivers. Henry Ruggs ran the fastest 40 at the combine. Crazy. At a four two seven, that dude's a freak. But he was six among all wide receivers. I didn't think the speed was an issue. I've seen him get get around, you know, blow away yeah. from guys all year. I was kind of shocked that he did yeah. run that though. I mean, he, when you watch a run, he's got the long. He reaches yes. with his legs. You don't think he's gonna be able to move like that, no. especially in such a short distance. But man, I mean, the third and seventeen against Texas, he yeah, he was exactly. gone. There were, it's I guess you know you put him in the slot. But then can he only be in the slot It was the question. Well, now he runs a 4-4, and, and it's no. We can play everywhere. Because mm-hmm. in LSU's offense, you know, you can move him around. Obviously, you had two guys out on the outside. He mainly worked out of the slot. But look, this is a dude that comes here, runs that, and you put the tape on, you look at the stats. There ain't a receiver in the country that has yeah. a better resume in this draft than that from last and, year. And, I mean, and, and – even better if you just look at the stats, they're impressive. Then you watch him play. He catches it in traffic. Yes. He catches yeah. it on man. He catches it in zone. Yep. He catches it on cover three. You can put two guys. I mean, they had a linebacker and they drop a defensive end to chip him. I mean, he's getting five, seven yards down the middle and he gets hit and he gets up. I mean, the, I think he should be right there with CD Lamb. I know he won't be, and that's fine. Yeah. CD Lamb is re- insane, but. Jefferson, I think, if he goes 20, I I think that's also that's a steal in the first oh, round. Let me just tell you, if he goes 24 <laughs> to <laughs> the New Orleans Saints, we'd be excited. But the thing is, there's so many. This is a loaded draft class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he solidified himself as a first-rounder. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was going to be in there already, but then he solidified himself going to the combine, and I can't wait to watch him at Pro Day because it's going to be even better. You know, He'll probably put on a show there with Burrow, you know, throwing him the ball, and that's be Burrow's been throwing time. him the ball for two years. You know, It's, <laughs> it's going to be great, but I think that guy, like how did we forget that 
that was, you know, we were about to move on to the national scene here. And I was like, oh, by the way, yeah, Justin Jefferson is literally the first name on this list here. <laughs> Best wide receiver. Been forgotten his whole career, that, though. Two-star out of high you school. You know what? That's right. I, I'm sorry. That's, that, that's yep. exactly right. That is just a perfect scenario. So, with that said, some other names on offense that you saw. We talked about Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, well, I remember we were talking about Shadiq Charles out there, you know, being a freak at tackle. Yeah. Well, there was someone out there who was – no one even came <laughs> close. From Iowa, uh, Werfs, right? Yeah. He was – Four six four, probably around three thirty. Ran a four eight, jumped thirty six <laughs> inches. It's insane. What a, ta- a tackle? It, yeah, a tackle. Yeah. Oh, at, wow. How many pounds? Three thirty, three forty, yeah. probably three sixty. I think the fastest time at the combine for an offensive lineman is Teron Armstead yeah, running so a four seven. Yeah. At three twenty, yeah. which is insane, <laughs> y'all. I think I ran a four seven in high school. <laughs> well, uh, we were joking watching it, like watching the Iowa guy and the next guy I'm going to bring up is also a tackle, a tackle from Louisville that's probably mm-hmm. going to pick fourth overall. Yeah. He's six seven, three sixty four, ran a five one. Mm. Yeah, that's, mean, a, that's an absolute so unit. So if we go run it, if we well, I don't know about Andrew, he's a little bit. We're going to get in there. But if we were to, <laughs> stay we were to run a forty, stay, it'd be stay six. tuned for some content because we're going to do student media combine soon. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. We're, we've got that in the works, except for Mears. Andrew I'm cannot not participate. <laughs> he's not going to participate in the drills. Um, I was uh, not quite the athlete people think I am in high school. It's ter- okay, he played tight end in high school. Oh, we went to high school together. Terrible hands. We Worst know. hands I've ever seen. It's you a, think that they're they're big, right? <laughs> I have bigger hands than Joe Burrow. Yeah. I, you know what? Doesn't matter. Yeah. So. National stage receivers, Logan, C.D. Lamb, give us your stuff. Oh yes, I am. Okay, I didn't watch the combine per se, but C.D. Lamb is super cute. Okay, and he did well I, in the gauntlet. That's a that's a hot take so actually. I, think. I hope that, that is a hot take actually. Yeah, <laughs> that's another so, that's another example of somebody that helped himself for being attractive at the combine. Yeah, that's no, right. look, look, look if you know on his football card, his rookie card, it's gonna we be talked like, about underwear Olympics. Yeah. Logan said he looked cute, and he also made a really ridiculous catch that was great to oh, yeah. Logan. And that was uh, that was our resident OU fan here giving us the the lowdown on CD Lamb's looks. But, uh, I got to yell out facial features. So Is that one, new segment? one offensive guy, one offensive guy that I like, and then I think. Hopefully he gets drafted. He had a little bit of a down year, but a little collage of Lipscomb action. Oh, uh, throwback. He's baby. a Jesuit high school grad. Oh, God. Uh, you got to love it. So we ran a 4-5-7. Not, okay, not that impressive, but in 2018, he had 87 receptions, led the conference. Yeah. Went to Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. 960 Doors, yards. Anchor down. Nine touchdowns, and he was a punt returner. Didn't return one to the house, but he had a couple good returns. 2019, okay. 47 receptions, <laughs> okay. 511 yards, and three touchdowns. But this is a guy, you look at the tape, he's only six foot, but the dude fights like he's 6'3". He's a good player. You played with him at Jesuit. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you have anything? I mean, There th- we go. I mean, we've got well, some, we, saw, we've got, we got some inside we've got sources. The one, the one thing that I remember, first of all, my roommate, who uh, Miles would know, Kenny Murray, yes. did beat Kalaja in a foot race in ninth grade. I'll just put that out there. So <laughs> oh. we've seen his speed not be the best. Okay, yeah, foot. so there's question marks on his but speed. But this guy, man. I mean, you can tell when people are going to go to the NFL. You know, Foster, I also was, you know, with a while there. But Kalijah was always so strong. And, I mean, I think he did 16 reps of the bench at wide receiver. At yeah, six that's, foot. That's impressive. Yeah, he that's was a guy I was really excited to watch. You know, when we played him this year at the beginning of the year and just, you know, I guess the way the offense, they were just so bad in general. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the running back there led the conference in yards per carry. Yeah. I think, you know, he didn't do anything against us either. He caught a touchdown against Christian Fulton against us. That's true. So, on, on a slant. So, we'll give him that. But hey, Kalijah, I think he I think he does it. He's going to be drafted f- late fifth round. They're projecting, yeah. and nice. I, th- I think he could be a good physical receiver. slot receiver. There we go. So that's so that's yeah, it's his loaded receiver class. We, like Donovan Peoples yeah. Jones, what did he jump in his vertical? 40, yeah, that's four point five. Stupid. Um, Jeez. then the guy that just 
you turn it on at Henry Ruggs. Oh, I mean, 427, fastest at the combine. And this isn't your John Ross, like, oh, I'm just fast deal. No. This dude can play. And it's not he's not just running streaks and, and go routes and deep. Like he's running slants and taking them 90 yards to the mm-hmm. house. Uh, that dude helped himself. I watched his basketball tape. How did this dude not play basketball at Alabama? He jumped 41, right? Something yeah. Like, yes. it, it, I, no, think it was 40, I think it was 42. Might have been 42. Problem is, that that's just insane. Uh, mm-hmm. He – you know, he might not even be the first receiver off the board. No. And if he's there at 24. He won't be the first receiver from Alabama off the board. Yeah, no. Yeah, Judy I know. Be. But that's what – because I'm like, before this combine, they had him maybe dropping in a couple mock drafts to the Saints, and I'm like, I want Yeah, let's ride. Let, let's ride. You know Tyreek Hill, Let's too. draft yep, tomorrow. That's definitely the comparison yeah. I saw yeah. was Tyreek Hill because he's not just a John Ross, mm-hmm. go deep. He's not a Darius Hayward Bay. No. Like, this dude can run routes what and name. catch the ball. Yeah. It's hey, a if, good if, if it was, Al Davis would be here to draft him rest his soul. So, yeah, that's a loaded receiver class. The running backs are there. Like we said, Clyde with the versatility, returning kickoffs too. They look for that. Defensively, we'll go over there real quick. I think there was a couple of guys for LSU that helped themselves big time, and one of them was Patrick Queen. I think he was projected a fringe first. I think that's why he came out. MVP of the national championship game. He ranked in the top eight among linebackers in a 40, ran a 4.5. Vertical was 35 inches, broad jump 10 feet 4 inches, 18 reps on bench. Look, after Clemson – the freak show that is Isaiah Simmons. Mm-hmm. It's probably between him and Logan's Oklahoma Sooner, Kenneth Murray, are probably the next two middle linebackers oh. off the board. Kenneth, shut uh, up. Uh, yes, my roommate has already said he's going to get his jersey wherever he goes. Okay. <laughs> his roommate is Kenny Murray. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> different guy, different guy. Oh, wow. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's just down here, I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, look, I think you saw Patrick Queen. It was just get from point A, run to point B. You get up, the play's over, and number eight's coming off the pile. Yeah, and that's, that's a guy basically I was, what happened all year. I was scared of him going to the combine because I go, I think the best he's ever going to play is watching his film. Like, yeah, don't no, go, you're right. Don't go, mm-hmm. I don't think he's that good. And then he goes to the combine, and I'm like, okay. okay but but also, that if you watch yeah. him, how fast he looked on the turf in those last three or four games, oh. he looked so fast, uh, especially having to cover Travis Etienne out of the backfield. And you know, everybody thought to. that was going to be a problem. No. And you better be able to do that in the NFL. Like, you got to be a three-down back uh, linebacker. I think that's why he's so high is because they yep. see mm-hmm. the potential. This dude is this dude's running the same as running backs are. Yeah, yeah. a so. four-five is it's not going to it's not going to get you hurt out there. Yeah. And he looked looked the part, especially being on the field at the national championship. There, like he hit Trevor Lawrence one time. My God, like <laughs> that hurt me over yeah. there. Uh, it was just full on. He can hit. He was all over the place. Uh, so he had a great day. Uh, another linebacker, Jacob Phillips. He led LSU. He was a tackle machine. Led LSU in total tackles. Second in 2018 behind the Buckets Award winner Devin White. So the dude makes tackles. Fair enough. Tackles. Ran a 4.66, 4.33 in the shuttle. His vertical is 39 inches. Third among linebackers. Dude's a freak. He's an athletic just specimen, which all these dudes are. Let's not kid ourselves. Where's he projected? Do you- I'm not sure. Didn't that not Late happen? day two, early yeah, day three. Yeah, I think it was. I think, a, yeah, yeah, because and what's I think weird? That's fair. He ran a three oh, yeah. cone. He ran the second slowest time in a three cone. That's uh, that's upsetting. that's really weird. And considering he's makes I mean, a lot of tackles and, and coming into this, I was actually at least before the national championship game, I thought Jacob Phillips was going to be drafted higher than Patrick Queen. Just how yeah. the season went. But after that, the last run that three Queen or four had, weeks yeah. of the year, insane Patrick run. Queen, and after this testing, I mean... That's why I said don't go. Just don't go to the combine. Yeah. Like, you just had the best three games, four games, yeah. probably a linebacker has ever had at LSU. And he just, he did even better. But, yeah, no, I agree. No. I think Phillips, I do love him, but I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Late, second day. Yep, mm-hmm. I like Jacob Phillips a lot. One guy that was disappointing is linebacker Michael Divinity. His mm-hmm. uh, 40, 485, fourth slowest among linebackers. 4 8 31-inch verticals, yeah. third lowest. 14 reps was second lowest. 
Broad jump was fourth lowest. This guy did not help himself at all. Uh, and he's also going to have to answer questions about being suspended twice. Yeah, he didn't help himself last season either. No, I mean. no, and it's that's frustrating because I thought the guy was going to you know have a big year last year, especially you know he was going we to need it. The dude's you know, definitely elite. Like, well, first of all, he already tweeted and said, "Now you can take this either he's cocky or." He already tweeted and said he's the most underrated linebacker in the draft. Could okay. be the best. Well, definitely is now because um, I don't think anybody's rating him higher after this combine. Yeah, uh, I, I just I don't know what to think of him. I think he's a leader, but he also got suspended for personal is reasons, he? which we can all suspect about, yeah, you know, whatever, and all the all these other things. But when you see in the locker room, everybody tells you he's like, man, divinity, like he talks and he means what he does and he's yeah. tough and, but he's just not on the field enough and he's not. I, I, He's, I don't know. Yeah, don't is, know is, he, is, he, is he an NFL player is the yeah. question. Does he have I don't things? Know. In, yeah. At a 4.85? Yeah, at, a four, eight, five, yeah, at, at linebacker. If I he's going to be coming off the edge. Yeah, gonna I was going to say, yeah. it, you may look at a position change in a 3-4 yeah. defensive end, you know, rushing the passer. Because 4 eight, five, four, eight, five, you ain't playing on third down in the no. NFL. He hits hard. I mean, Well, you know, they all do. It's the NFL. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> so I, we'll see. I don't know what to think about it. I don't know. Another guy that didn't really help himself out is Rashard Lawrence. He ran a 5-0-7-40, 22 reps. Uh, all ranked in the bottom three for defensive linemen. Uh, his three cone drills, eight seconds. He's projected third to fourth rounder. I think he wanted to do a little better. Yeah. Uh, that's that was sort of disappointing for him. So all that you know, he was ranked really low. Hopefully his tape helps him because the dude can take two guys and beat them. Yes, we've Solid seen him do that. Player, yeah. yeah, it's you know, you, you, he's another guy that's potentially injuries, and then but you turn the tape on and you may see something a lot okay. better than you saw in Indy. Yeah, that's what's going to get him drafted because that combine, combine is an yeah. undraftable player. Yeah, yeah. This uh, this is another guy that I thought helped himself really well. Is Christian Fulton? Mm-hmm. I like Christian Fulton coming out. I thought he was a first rounder. He was definitely a first rounder at the beginning of the year. Yeah. You know, he was injured at the beginning of the year, and it took him just like last year with the suspension coming back. Took him a little bit to get into football shape this year was the same way you saw him get better it seemed like Derek Stingley's on one side and then they still didn't throw to Fulton like he would just kind of stand around at the SEC championship I was like are they gonna throw yeah, it over there uh-huh. like you know you just kind of kept watching and he, they would never throw it over there it was always attack the slot guy because those two guys locked it down look he participated in all the testing and on-field workouts ran a 4-4-6 in the 40 that's oh good. that was really good that's good really good uh, the shuttle was four three six, thirty five and a half inch vertical. Good. Three cone was six nine four. All ranked in the top ten for corners. Yeah, that, yeah. After after Jeff Okuda, look, he's probably going to be one of the next off the board. He had a team high fourteen pass breakups last year, one interception, thirty eight tackles, allowed forty percent completion rate at LSU. Dude's good. I thought he helped himself out a lot. I and, and, go ahead, Miles. But, and I was uh, I was so hard on him, and I probably yelled at you. I'm like folding like all this stuff, but then you look back. They just didn't throw it Stingley's way, and like I think that's going to help in the long run. He's used to being thrown at a couple times a game, and he's used to being physical on the line. You know, he's like, oh, I got thrown out. I'm going to get thrown out again and again, and I like that. The more yeah. you look at tape, like uh, uh, Jackson from here in Carolina, he's a beast, but here they would just throw his way all the time. You're like, this dude can't be that good, and he's a stud. Yeah, it's, so, uh, it's, the, the thing is with, with, with Fulton, it's they talk about his double moves. You know, he kind of gets lost in double moves, and he's having to play catch-up you know, to the receiver. But look, I, you put the tape on the last three or four games, and they didn't throw the ball to either of those guys, Stingley or Fulton. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, look, you could talk about the suspension in 17 or whatever, and he comes back in 18. He was really good in 18, and he was really good in 19. Like I said, you're playing in the SEC, you're playing against some of the best receivers in the country, and the stats are there. 40% completion percentage at LSU. I think that was that's as good as it gets. Obviously, you can be zero, but look, 40% ain't, ain't completing a whole lot of passes nope. on you. I think he can work on, like they said, the double moves and, you know, just kind of being in position. But he's always attacking. Like, he's always going to be there. So, I'm excited to see where he goes. I think he's a first-rounder, too. I was about to ask, so with the double moves, because 
I don't think he's going to get drafted in the first round. I think he's going to be like one of the first off in the second round. And I, I agree with um, you, but that's not due to just make it yes, clear. It's no, not due yeah, to his circ- it's just circumstance of the agreed. draft. And, yep. yeah. and and I think like like most of these players on here, like if you get an LSU player in this draft, I think you're going to be mm-hmm. maybe besides Divinity, I think you're going to be well off. Yep. Another guy that shout out, we'll just shout out Blake Ferguson, of long course. snapper. He might go on the last day of the draft. He's got a brother, and he's definitely the best long snapper in his draft. Uh, all the scouts Is there say. Another one? Uh, apparently, but he's the best. I just know he is. His no, brother's in. Him. His brother plays for the Bills, yeah. so there's NFL pedigree there, mm-hmm. like they always say. He's gonna if not if he's not drafted. Look, that guy's probably going to be signed as soon as free age, undrafted free agency starts. Another great guy, I like academic All American every yeah. year. Yeah, like I said, it's it's a, a great guy, and, mm-hmm. and you know he he long snaps well. You know the measurables don't matter. It's like you, you just want to see the on field stuff, and he was great in that. Uh, some of the non LSU guys before we close it out that you mm-hmm. liked besides Isaiah Simmons, the oh. dude is. Well, I mean, we could talk about him, but that. Can we just talk about him for a little bit? Yeah. That, oh yeah. That, he's, a, he's a freak. Is, is he going to be a top five pick? Is he going to be in the? Oh no, I he's projected like third or fourth. Gosh. I think besides Chase Young, right Joe now Burrow, it's Burrow, Burrow Chase Young, and then it's probably him. Akuda, maybe. Yeah, maybe Akuda, and they've got him mocked to the Giants at four. Fair. That man, he's. I mean, what? He's Anthony Barr, but faster, stronger, yeah, more athletic. And Anthony Barr went in the top five too. No, I, I, I agree with you. It's just because uh, now I'm seeing these reports, and we're gonna. I won't go too long because we're gonna talk draft another podcast about maybe Chase Young not going to and Tua going to. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah, I was like, so that means Chase has to go three, and then. Well, that's the thing then, is, is yeah. quarterback need pushes everything else down. Yeah. You know, if if team jumps up, then that slides a guy back. You know, it, it's just mm. circumstance of the draft. That's why Fulton's going second round, basically. Yeah, yeah. because there might, a guy might jump in and mm-hmm. draft Jordan Love, and and then you know, boom, everybody else has moved down, which it'll be interesting to see. But yes, that guy, I hope he is used in a defense where he can just not stick in one spot, because that he, guy is is special. He needs to play basically. In the box, strong safety or slot corner, essentially. Yeah, but he's he, a linebacker. But he's a linebacker, so he could play everywhere else. It's crazy. It's uh, he was he was ridiculous to watch. Um, obviously Jeff Okuda. I love the press conference where they talked about him getting penalized. And he was like, uh, "Just run that tape back." I didn't never got a pass interference <laughs> called on me all year. Uh, he just <laughs> called that guy out. That was that was pretty great. I um, those two guys stuck out. You know, just those little moments. I mean. Isaiah Simmons is just a freak. Okay, yeah. that, that's who it is. Another linebacker, because I had to look up his name. Terrible. Sean Bradley from Temple. Have, have you all seen him? I actually have. So he ran a f- – okay, 4-5. Okay, not not great, not mm. terrible. But um, you have Testa Will. I mean, yeah, te- like 10-1 broad jump. I think it was top five among. And everybody was saying, I'm like, dude, I don't watch Temple football, I'll be honest no. with you. I watch, yeah. a lot, <laughs> watch a lot of football. And then I actually went and looked up his highlights, and this dude is – I mean, it looked like a lot of penalties, but I didn't see a lot of flags. This dude is just dropping them in the middle of the field. <laughs> he just dro- he just drops back in, in zone. Now, not I didn't see a lot of man coverage, but he dropped back in zone. I mean, he is just laying them at Sean Bradley really helped his combine. So that's my one defensive. Obviously, Isaiah Simmons, best yeah. linebacker probably maybe in the last five years. Yeah, but, he's um, a prospect. But that guy, watch out for him. Maybe from Temple. Good, uh, good surprise. And I'm going to bring up a name that I think a lot of people are going to hate to hear here, but, man, C.J. Henderson, really. Uh, yeah. He had, no, really, he had a really good his combine. His combine was great. Yeah, he, did. he had a really good combine. He ran in the four threes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And, I mean, he's he's tall. He can run fast. He can ship, change direction fast. I mean, well, his tape is great. That's what you got to do. As a corner. Yep. <laughs> they look for that, and if you're fast and can change direction well, you'll probably get drafted really high, and if you play at a high level as well. Yeah, and I mean, he had, he had I mean, this last season wasn't his best, especially the second half, but I mean, 20, his 2018 was really good, and I mean, I didn't think he was going to be this type of athlete coming in. I thought he was more of a, you know, up here player, up in his head, but 
man, he's he's an athlete, and he's going to go top half of the first and, round. And, uh, I mean, you saw a guy in, from Florida last year get drafted and have some success, <laughs> was drafted in mid-rounds by the Saints. Uh, so Chauncey good. was great. Chauncey. So good. Uh, look, and then the other linebacker, I watched Kenneth Murray, a little cut mm-hmm. of Kenneth Murray video against Texas. There was like a string of about three plays in a row. First of all, he like clothesline Sam Ellinger. <laughs> And not, Logan's nodding her head in approval here because they were talking about Kenneth Murray possibly getting mocked to Saints. Saints might need linebacker here. I'm There's a lot of positions that the Saints need. Besides receiver. Yeah, the corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's going to be wide open when we talk draft again. But, look, I watched a couple of things of Kenneth Murray. He clotheslines Ellinger, and they're like, where's the face mask or something like that? And there absolutely wasn't one. And then the next play, they ran a little bu- bubba screen. He, he blows just, it yeah. up. Mm-hmm. No, he's, uh, a, he's a beast. The dude's, the dude's really fast. Uh, he's just a great outside linebacker. I think, you know, you paired him with Demario Davis. That would be something. There's a lot of guys. Like, you could go BPA at 24 and, mm-hmm. and you pick because the draft's loaded with wide receivers. We just talked about three or four of them. Linebackers, hey, they could go Patrick Queen at 24. That'd be good. And that guy's great. We've seen him play. Like, I'd be okay with that. I'd probably be okay with Kenneth Murray. I would probably be okay if they traded up and got Isaiah Simmons. Oh, but that's man, I would not, be more than okay not with that. Yeah, there's no probably about it. <laughs> no, there's not. We probably just have to go with Michael Thomas or something. Yeah, and, and, and everybody else. So, yeah, that – um. That was our combine stuff. Look, it's the Underwear Olympics. It is it is what it is. Some Bring people obsess over it, and they spend two weeks talking about, oh, my God, it's combine was great. Look, you'll be able to see some more of this at LSU's Pro Day. They announced it's going to be Friday, April 3rd. We'll probably have some reaction for that. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. That's going to be exciting. You'll get to see Burrow throw. You'll get to see guys like Delphi and Chase on get it going there. So that'll be exciting. But, yeah, that was our um, combine coverage here on the Hodges Huddle. Thanks for joining us, and you can subscribe anywhere that podcasts are available, wherever you like to listen, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud. You can go to the KLSU page, but it's a lot easier to just go to the the apps and do all that. So please subscribe, and we have all our previous episodes up. So be looking out next week for another episode. For Sean Larkin, I'm Sean Larkin. Oh, my God. (laughs) Andrew Mears, Miles Cuss, classmates with the guy from Vandy, signing off, saying uh, join us next week. See you next time. Yep.